welcome back to the first episode of Out of Context for the year 2023. Uh, I am your host, Ashley Majestic, and with me today is Adriana. But before he gets to, you know, chime in and say his hellos and how do you do's, just want to let you know that here at this podcast, we talk about the weird things, fun facts, um, anything from random to intellectual conversations, which is very few and thin indeed. But for example, we talk about things like for a deaf person, if you tie their hands, you take away their freedom of speech. Now you know. Adrian, say hi. So is that your end of the show joke or did you just pull that out of nowhere? I'm just curious. I always pull things out of my ass. What are you talking about? I don't want to be around to see that. Um, I heard horror stories about the things that you pull out, so we're not going to go there. Hi, welcome to the 2000... Uh No, go ahead. By all means. I know, I was going to say, uh, I pull out, you know, my husband pulls out. He doesn't pull out that weapon of mass destruction. <sighs> so many different <laughs> levels. I'm doing very well, everyone. Welcome to the first show of 2023, like she said. And of course, this episode is going to go off without a hitch. So, Ashford, by all means, floor is all yours. Uh, oh, yeah, we have a guest, a returning person, a fan favorite. Um, honestly, the person that likes to guest spot and keeps the show rolling because it's not Adrian, for sure. Maybe it's mostly me, but I like to give dibs and credits to Sarah. Boy, thank you. I thought for a second y'all were going to forget about me and I'm over here dying, trying not to laugh. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, next time you guest spot, maybe we should just completely just keep talking and never introduce you until you, and just make you suffer. Just make me suffer? I would start talking. I'd be like, uh, hello, the best part of the show. Did you forget about me? Adrian, did you hear something? I don't know. Oh, I, I, I don't know. My, my microphone keeps going out. I, I don't know what it is. It's... Yes! <sighs> so, ladies, how was your New Year's? Ashford. Uh, I got drunk, obviously. Um, had I budget did. booze and uh, jello shots. And, you know, as always, I invited two people. And those two people, not pointing any fingers, couldn't have been bothered to show. And because they're, they suck and they hate me. It, it's not that I hate you. It's that I had my own gathering that night. Nope, you hate me. No, I had my own gathering that night. And, nope. uh... A dear friend of mine got um, very drunk, and their spouse, well, they got very drunk, and they decided that they were going to walk uh, out of a moving vehicle, which was very intelligent of them, Uh, so they ended up walking home and didn't get home till like 2 o'clock the next day, um, because they decided not to uh, accept the ride from their designated driver, so. But that adventure they had that night. Dude, they had a strange adventure that they don't remember. So. That's not going to happen again. (laughs) But, uh, but no. Like, I had a good um, New Year's. My roommate's daughter were trying to make her go viral uh, because she, uh, made this amazing like primal scream like she goes happy new year and then she goes to take a sip of her sparkling uh cider 
And then she like lets out this ridiculous primal scream. Ashley, you should check it out. It's funny. It's on my Facebook. And uh, it, it just made me giggle because it's very, very gracie the way that she did it. She just like perfectly fine. Happy New Year. And then just. Ah! I love how you try to redo that scream and Discord was like, nope, not going to do it. And just cut you off. It did? Did it really? <laughs> it did. Oh my god, no. <laughs> well, I was trying to like not bust people's eardrums, so it's not an actual scream that either. Just I was like, rawr! So. Mm. So, um, I know that Adrian, because I really want to get to another topic that you and I briefly discussed. Um, so we're going to give Adrian his little, tiny little smidge of opportunity to speak now or forever hold his peace on what he wants to talk about today. And maybe he can keep the ball on that subject and before our utter chaos gets unleashed. But we're going to see. Yeah, we're gonna see. It is true and utter chaos when we get together. It is. Oh, my God. Oh, hey, Adrian, go ahead. Oh, oh it, was, it was my turn. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll keep it brief. New Year's Eve, I relaxed. I fell asleep at 10.30 at night, woke up 3 o'clock in the morning. Didn't hear any fireworks. I realized I was still here. I'm still alive. It's 2023. And uh, being an old man, um, I don't go out partying or, uh, you know, I don't DWB. That's uh, driving while black for for most people out there. And, and, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm an old man. I scream at clouds. I sit in my easy chair and I just fall asleep whenever I can. Tilt my head back, snoring, you know, choking on my saliva. So you'll never see me in a nightclub partying, counting down to the ball drop. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I did. I'm a quite a boring guy. I love it. And being at peace at my ripe old age of 46, I just love being in my house. Love being inside Castle Walker, surrounded by my moat and alligators to attack anyone who comes up to my home wanting to speak to me. So now, that's my little piece of Adrian. Now let's go back to uh, Ashford and, and Sarah. I will humbly stand back. I'm enjoying the uh, visual of you uh, on your recliner just snoring away, just <sighs> and your saliva, and it was just so graphic the way you all described it. Well, I mean, I have to paint the picture for the listeners, you know, so they understand who I am and what I do. You know, so it's so when if, if anybody, any of my fans meet me, you know, the expectation is really, really low. So they're going to be, oh, my God, he's so cool. No, no, I'm not. I'm just a grumpy people old man. Legit people that don't know you are going to think that you were like way older than you are by the way you talk about yourself. I mean, he is. I mean, he's a grandfather. He's expect he's expecting a grandfather any day now. <laughs> again, I mean, uh, you know, again, true. I mean, again, Ashley, you know, look, I mean, I know you're kind of jealous because eventually you're gonna have triplets, so it's okay. I will still buy you those gifts, you know, for you know, for your babies, and you'll be Mama Ashley or Mima Ashley or whatever they call you, and uh, yeah, it's you know, it's okay. I understand. The thing is that you keep saying these things as though I'm going to stick around. Uh, I have no problem saying, oh, man, I popped out a child. Voice. <laughs> I'm going to be Homer Simpson in that bush. <laughs> Back out. <laughs> oh, shit. So, the sad part is I can totally see that. So, yes, my friends, and you are my friends, 
I will gracefully bow out while our special guest, Sarah, from Cerberus, featuring Ms. Bradley and Ashford, they do their thing. And, of course, the views of Sarah and Ashley does not reflect the views of the Walker AC Experience nor the Auto Context Podcast. Please direct all hate mail to slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. That's slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. And, of course, please do not direct any of your hate towards me. I'm just a peaceful man sitting in a back holding a microphone recording. So, ladies, as you were. Uh, well, oh, man, I'm uh, uh, I'm doing it again. I'm really on Google. I'm looking up disturbing images. Oh, no. <laughs> Punishment. Oh, no. <laughs> So, so as she's looking up disturbing things to ruin our podcast with, and I'll, I'll oh, ask, you, I'll ask, know? I'll ask Sarah first, you know, do you oh, believe, do you believe in the whole new year's resolutions? I mean, it's been a, absolutely it's been, not. Absolutely not. Why so? I'm curious. Have never kept. I have never kept a single New Year's resolution. I don't think that it's really something that people should do. Because so what if it's a new year? Okay, great. It's a new year. All right. I'm glad that we survived the new year. What in the fuck is that, Ashley? Oh my God. Okay. Um. <laughs> for the viewers at home, she's sending us disturbing images of feet. And Peter Gross um, to me, so no, no, no kink shaming to those of you that are into feet. But these pictures would make you not into feet. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, um, I don't really think that just because it's a new year that you need to quote unquote new year new me. Like you should always be working on yourself, and you should always be trying to do better for yourself and better like period constantly growing it's about growth it's not about a fad not to mention the fact that we're still smack dab in the middle of winter take notice in what the earth does now mind you we all know i have different views than a lot of other people but um i believe in earth and nature and you know holistic things as much as possible and with that being said, the earth is still asleep. Mother nature is still sleeping. Um, we plant things now, or we planted, we plant things soon, so that they will grow and prosper when the time comes. So right now, the earth is still asleep. Why would we want to begin making these quote-unquote resolutions now when our bodies should be relaxing and easing into learning to, you know, thrive and bloom again. We should make these quote-unquote resolutions, if you're going to make one, when it's time to bloom, when you're going to have the energy for it. It was just the holidays. Holidays are exhausting, whether you enjoy them or not, whether you have a good time or not. I'll tell I'll be honest with anybody, I had a really rough time this season, you know, just really missing my family, missing my father who's passed for quite some time, um, just really having a hard time mentally, spiritually, physically, like, I, I got sick, I just, 
now is not the time to be making these kinds of gigantic adjustments just because we've circled the year once, um, circled the sun once. It is more potent if you wait until you're ready as a person, as an individual to bloom, rather than forcing yourself to do these changes and things that you're not going to do. You know, you're not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. So. That's and, my and Ashley, what do you think as you look up more disturbing images to, you know, like to disrupt the oh flow God. of the show? God, are there uh, more? Oh, there's so many. Oh, I'm like sitting here like going, ugh. But anyway, uh, for New Year's resolutions. And I called it nubbins. You called it nubbins. <laughs> nubbins. You fucking, I can't with you. <laughs> nubbins. I can't with you. <laughs> you know what's funny is that my friend Becky, who was like, who did a guest um, appearance on the podcast a few weeks ago, um, she's in our Discord. So when I share random shit in there and she's not part of the episode and she goes to open it, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. I strive for people to say what the fuck were they opening things that I send them. That's honestly what I'm here for and Adrian just doesn't appreciate that. Like, our daily what the fuck? No. No. But, no, so the New Year's resolutions for me, it's like a give or take. Um... I don't really have a super superstition about it or a belief system. I I think it's neat that you can place a goal for yourself. I think you should be realistic when making those goals where if you're struggling with money and you say, I'm going to save $10,000. If you're severely overweight, like, you know, for myself, I'm going to lose 150 pounds. Like, you're just kind of overshooting things. Uh, maybe you, there's some people that do hit their goal. But for me, I think to myself... Um, I just want to be on the same track that I mean, stay on a good track that I've been, just be healthier. Uh, that can be among different things. Drink more water, just eat, cook healthier. Don't go out and eat fast food as much, um, among other things. So I think it's not, it's nice that you want to give like a, like an internal reset to yourself that, okay, another year, last year was bad. You know, I can't, you can't change anything. You can't predict anything, but you know, if it helps yourself with that mindset, that's good. That's fine. Um, now, the actual thing of you have to do the resolution or else something bad's going to happen to you, I don't take it that far. Again, it just all depends on the person and what you want to do. And that's it. Just don't overshoot it. Just stay something realistic and make a little goal for yourself and get some of those um, happy thoughts, happy brain cells moving around. Wait a second. People think that if they don't do a resolution, um, something bad's going to happen to them? Yeah, there's, there, you know, there's superstitions that people have all left and right. Uh, there's, and I've heard of some, you know, there's some people that, you know, they if they make like a wish or belief or something, it's like they need to do it or else something bad can happen. Like it's not like a, an actual curse curse. Like I would think it's just more of like their own mental thing, if that makes okay. sense. That makes sense. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I did not know that. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. There's people that believe in a whole bunch of stuff nowadays. And so, yeah, there's, there's no, I mean, people believe that Adrian actually exists, you know, and 
it, here we are. It's all a myth. It's truly all a myth. Now, what's, it, the reason why I ask that question is because we've been so preconditioned to, to make those New Year's resolutions because it's the most popular thing to do and set these weird, weird, abnormal goals for, for, for one another. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a self-attrition, like a self-motivation to do the impossible things like, like Sarah said, you know, save $10,000 or lose an absorbent amount of weight without really any kind of game plan or get a better job or get a better relationship or get more friends or something like that, but really no concrete um, foundation to, to do something like that. So, I mean, I really don't believe in New Year's resolutions because you really don't need a whole new year to kind of reset yourself. You know, it's, it's not really that difficult. It's just mainly self-discipline and just having just really goals and, and just and just ways to do them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for that deep-throated endorsement right there. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess because you're a very zen person, as you always say nearly every episode, is that you're a very zen person. Whereas some people, I don't know, like, okay, for, for instance, for me, I struggle with my mental health left and right. Uh, I have my ups and downs, my turnarounds, hands, knees and toes, or shoulders. What? How the fuck that? No, never mind. Head, shoulders, deep and toes. There we go. That's Those are the lyrics. See? There we go. I'm, you know, exhibit A. I'm not all there in the brains. And so sometimes it just, it's kind of nice that... Again, I'm not thinking, oh, January 1st, new year, new me. I, I don't think like that. It's just, I don't know. I guess it's just a train of thought because your entire life you hear New Year's resolutions and a new start. So there's a part that's kind of ingrained in you, whether you believe it or not. It's just a saying that you're used to hearing. So for me, like, there's a little smidgen. There's, like, a tiny little cell uh, out of the handful that I have left in there that's like, okay, let's let's do shit. This is like a time clock um, or a starting point to an end point because, you know, you have January 1st to December 30th, the 31st and think of it like as a goal limit. And so it's good to have personal goals. It can be a personal goal to have starting today to uh, March 3rd. So I think it's like no different than making personal goals is, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds in three months. So again, it's all about you're setting a goal for yourself. Uh, to kind of see where you are, where you are going to be from today to where you're going to be like three months, six months, nine months to a year. And from there, you, know, you can see what was approved, what was not, what you can just kind of reflect back, you know, just follow back on what you did before. So I think it's just kind of like a moment of reflecting. But as I said, just try not to overshoot a goal. If you can hit it, that's awesome. But don't put so much pressure on yourself that you burn out and you just can't even do anything at that point. So what are, what are one of your goals that you hit last year that, that, you know, you weren't intending to, I know it's a pretty weird question, but once again, it all goes back to new year's resolutions and goals and stuff like that. So what is something that you did last year, you know, that, um, that you're proud of. So we'll start with our, our special uh, guest here. Oh, me? Well, yeah, I you're the, you're the guest. Re- <laughs> <laughs> I don't set resolutions. I, I don't set them. So, like, for me, like, if you're talking about a goal of something that I'm proud of, I got out of a really bad situation um, last year. I changed my living environment to a far more positive one. 
Um, I was promoted at my job. Um, I had a lot of really good experiences, you know, but I don't set resolutions because it used to always be, I need to lose weight. And my resolution would be uh, kind of sort of forced on me by my ex who would always be like, we need to lose weight, we need to lose weight, we need to lose weight. And so I am pleasantly plump. I am very confident in my curves most days. And the thing is, is that um, being told constantly that every year I have to lose weight, whether I want to or not, and um, being told basically that I have to make this resolution every year, I don't make them. I don't believe in them. I don't want to do them. And it's a little bit, you know, I'm never, ever, ever going to do something because someone else wants me to do it. It's not going to happen. That's just not who I am. I am, I'm too Aquarius for that shit, you know? <laughs> I just, I, I can't. So if we're talking about things that I've accomplished that I'm proud of, yeah, there's lots of things that I've accomplished that I'm proud of. But were they goals that I specifically set and marched towards? No, because that's not how I operate. It's just not. Okay, fair enough. Now, Ashley, what about you? What what goal, what what odd goal did you hit last year that you weren't expecting to? Um, I don't really know. I guess, well, so at work for New Year's Eve or the day before New Year's Eve when we were working, it was like a fun little team huddle to write down what your resolutions are for the year. And I wrote down, you know, get healthier and a couple other things. And I did get healthier. I didn't lose a lot of weight. Um... I'm still pretty much where I've been for a little bit, but I've been eating healthier, doing healthier um, habits, things such as that. So, you know, there's that. Uh, thinking I'm like weird, I don't know. I just, this year, I just did a bunch of new different things. Um, you Like we, like we're doing this podcast. I got a promotion at my job as well. Um, I got a universal annual pass. I'm letting it expire because this year is just enough and I need to save the money again. But did universal for a whole year. Um, just did a bunch of new things. And so I'm sure that I, I remember writing a list of accomplishments because it was like another thing we did at work, like for self-improvement and growth, whatever. But so I know there's a list in my desk. I just can't name everything, but I just know it was like, a, it was a decent year for me. I don't want to say it was a bad year. So I did a lot of new things and tried other stuff. I mean, got another dog, lost a dog, gained a dog, those kind of things. And very soon you'll gain a child or two or three, but we, 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 we digress. We, we, we digress. <laughs> and for me for last year is, just a continuation of, of my job and being happy and being at peace. Um, I didn't think I would be this zen for this long, as, as you guys would call it, but you know, I mean, last year was a tremendous year, and I figure this year will be even better. And I'll pose one more question, and I'll let you ladies rant and do your thing, because I know the audience are wanting to hear the show go off the rails. So I will ask Ashley this one thing, and then I'll let you ladies loose what is stopping you from being zen just a curiosity thing not to pick on you or anything and then i'll ask sarah the same question um simply because of who i am as a person i don't know how much else to put that 
<laughs> and and you as a person, what's stopping you as you as a person? I mean, we're constantly we're constantly evolving who we are. We're constantly changing who we are. I mean, we're never the same person on a day to day basis. So, yeah, just curious, throwing it out there. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm not Zen. And I don't think I will be Zen. I just don't. I'm a Scorpio. I'm not super into horoscopes, but my personality. I don't see myself ever being a Zen person. Uh, the closest I can be to Zen is where I'm at now, which is, it is what it is. It's pretty much it. And uh, sometimes my emotions get a little heightened, but I've learned to control them, what to do to calm myself down. I do those things. Uh, the fact is that I'm making nobody eat gravel. Uh, that's an improvement on top of that. Congrats. And, I mean, I'm just, I'm just fine where I'm at with my personality. I, I mean, everyone has things that someone else doesn't like little quirks um you know just little things here and there and so i'm sure i'm sure i have my faults but you know for the most part i'm just i'm chill like i have fun i make my jokes i get a little upset when someone tells me they haven't watched star wars or the never-ending story <coughs> other than that i think i'm okay <laughs> i believe we're being called out adrian I hear nothing. I wasn't so. naming names. I was not <laughs> naming names, but I mean, if the shoe fits. I mean, I did end up watching the Never Ending Story just for you. I know. I'm glad I have uh, hiccup. Um, I have that influence. You do. You do. You have strong influence. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I feel. I still feel like I would have liked it better if I had been a kid when I watched it. That's the best time to have watched it as an adult. I mean, yeah, even I watched it, I think, a year or two years ago. And, I mean, it doesn't have its same oomph to it as to it was a kid, but it still brought back a lot of nostalgia for me because I did watch it a lot as a kid. Yeah. And now for those who've never seen The NeverEnding Story, you know, I mean, give a brief synopsis on what it's about. Uh... Imagine if you took shrooms and you made a 90s kids movie. That's about it. That's really the best way to describe that's, it. You that's not it. That's not it. What it is is um, a kid has to save his world against basically nothingness and goes on an adventure in order to try and save his world. Yeah, okay, sure. Let's go with Sarah's explanation. I think mine's better. It's more colorful. I mean, yours is very colorful. I'll give you that. Is that? Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. There are sphinxes. There's uh, a really scary wolf dude. Um, dude, that guy just trauma traumatized me as a kid. There's a weird guy that eats rocks. Um, there's uh, a bog that eats a horse, a giant turtle that sneezes on the dude. Like, watch it as a kid, not as an adult. Or if you're an adult, definitely, definitely um, have a toke or two before you do so. So you'll enjoy it better. Whereas I was distracted through the whole thing because of the environment in which I watched it. So I probably would have liked it better had I... Um, had I been able yeah. to focus better. So what you're telling me is there's gonna be a day uh probably 10 years from now when you're finally gonna hang out with me and i can get you to sit down and i'm just gonna have to lock you in and make you watch it only if we can watch labyrinth oh i love that movie fuck yeah 
I love Labyrinth. Labyrinth is always going to be in my top tens. Always. Eh. See, I remember watching that as a kid. I liked it. I never watched it as a kid. You gotta understand, I grew up sheltered. I grew up really, really sheltered. I wasn't allowed to do much. If the church didn't approve of it, I didn't get to do it. Grew up in a cult. Practically. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty now, much. Not like, pretty much. Now, after you two watched those movies, are you going to make her watch uh, Never Ending Story Part 2? Well, no. I that Part 2 sucked. It pretty much does. Uh, no, you don't have to watch that one. You know they're doing a remake of The Never Ending Story, right? Yes, I mean, of course, because rema- all the movies nowadays are remakes of something else. <laughs> yes, but they're supposed to be following closer to the book. Which well, I, I have the book, so... I am excited. I mean, I'll probably watch it. Um, most things, when I hear something's being remade, redone, I, I just, I don't really sit on the fence. I mean, I'm not overly, it depends what it is, but sometimes I'm not overly excited. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I'll watch it when it gets on Netflix or Hulu or HBO, something like that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really go to movie theaters anymore simply because I get migraines nowadays when I go, uh, ever since I got my neck injury. So yeah. I just, I have to really, really want to see a movie to just go spend that money. Oh my God, what is that? Ugh, okay. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not totally still scrolling. I'm, what is that? Yeah, what? she's scrolling. I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> now see, when you bring in more than one person to the Out of Context podcast, you get stuff like this. where We're just totally random and we go all over the board. No really I'm one particular topic. Fuck. And of course, you know, Ashley sends odd things to you know people on this show that nobody can see because once again, this is audio. So her sending memes and weird, bizarre things to us to freak us out, and you hear our reactions, but you really can't see it. So one of look, wait, look back on the Discord. Look, it's it's grannies. And one of these, oh, one of these. I know the need to find aggressively fucked up shit just to send it back to you. And one of these days, oh, yeah, we're going to put links for everybody to see what everybody else is looking at and getting us grossed out. So thank you, folks, for always tuning in and hanging out with us and dealing with us during these troubling times as they go back and forth sending our little messages to one another. That's fine. That's fine. But, I mean, just all you have to, what the fuck? All you have to do is go on Google and type in weird or disturbing or random and just, just type in random words and... Like, just go to images and just start scrolling, and the internet will surprise you or amaze you, like it does with me. Like, I'm seeing like a lot of weird stuff. Some of it's like, haha, and the other parts are like, ugh. And this is your co host. Yeah, this is a co host of our show. This is what she does. So, if you ever want to get to know her, you ever want to get on her good side, send her weird, funky memes, and you know, you'll be her best friend for life. This is this how this works. I love that. I love that. I mean, there was a time, a, a brief little period, where Sarah and I, we only communicated by dark memes. It was beautiful. It was truly beautiful, so I welcome it. And I think our societies will boil down to that, because we really don't talk to one another anymore via phone or text messages. We just send each other wacky, grotesque, you know, mentally, uh, emotionally disturbing memes. This is how we do nowadays, and this is, you know, this is what the kids do. So I, you know, I think we're kind of hip these days. Maybe, maybe not. I'm, I'm not too sure. And disturbing images, and I found some very scary shit. Which you've of, seen that one? Which oh, yeah, of course, which of course makes for a good podcast, folks. 
Because they're sending things back and forth that we just just can't see. So use your Wait, imagination. Hold on. You thought that that's gross? Oh my god! I thought that was vanilla when I was seeing that. Oh, let me scroll I mean, back it is up. vanilla, but it's also gross. Let me scroll back up here. And as we oh. get further into the Out of Context podcast, the New Year's edition, as you can tell, it's gone off without a hitch. I'm the straight man, keeping <laughs> trying to keep everybody here on the tracks here, failing miserably. What was the question that you asked her that she answered that I was supposed to answer next, but I don't remember what it was? Um, why can't you be zen like Adrian? Because Adrian thinks he's better than us. Oh, why am I not zen? I know why I'm not zen. Number one, mental health issues. I got some. I got some mental health issues. Okay. Um, number two, I am an Aquarius, son of Virgo rising i mean a virgo moon and pisces rising that is not chill um that that is not chill it is thoroughly not chill and especially that combination is very weird and emotional and it just i don't i don't know um but mostly it has to do with my mental health like uh i can be zen from time to time it lasts a short amount of time um, I am finding so many disturbing images, but they're not quite the level of disturbing that I need for you, Ashley. Um, but I can be Zen. I just don't remain Zen for long, but it is something that I'm working on. It is the thing that I feel like I'm working on the most in my life. And on the topic of being Zen, I legit got yelled at by someone for no reason today. I didn't deserve it. I didn't do anything. And I just stood there and I was like, Okay, you're having a rough day, but you're still going to have to answer my question. So, I was the question. I needed to know why um, my accounts are being assigned to different people that don't know anything about what they need to know in order to do what I need them to do and contact the customers and help the customers the way I need them helped. And I was informed that uh, corporate wants to randomly assign accounts to account managers. And I'm not very pleased about it. But again, it's not my place. Um, and I don't get paid the big bucks to make those kinds of mistakes. So it is what it is. I feel you on that. Yeah. I so I just have to do what I'm told. And when it comes crashing down all, all around them, it won't be my fault. And it's, and it's not about... Um, Ashley, it's not about you know being being Zen like me, you know. It's just it's just taking a more different approach when it comes to emotions and anger and frustrations and stuff like that. Because you have to realize that you know no one controls your emotions but you. You know you know so why not take control over that and let people yell and scream and act ridiculous and you just look at them and smile because it doesn't really matter. And I get, the long, yes. I get the long pause because, once again, they're scrolling looking at Google Images. Um, no, I'm not. I am not looking at Google Images anymore. Mm-hmm. And what are you looking at now? <laughs> uh, not Google Images. Yep, she's looking at Google Images. I'm looking at variety. I'm looking for knowledge. Wait, you know what? You know, I know, I know how to hop off this bandwagon. And, uh, hey, Sarah, so, um, what kind of books do you like to read? Oh. <laughs> um, so. I've seen it. 
Oh, you've seen that one? Yeah. It looks like something out of, um, like a creepy, scary, um, what was that book that everyone read when they were a kid? Um, it was like a scary book. It was the oh, horror story that? one. Yeah, I remember. I know what you're talking about. Three stories to read in the dark. That's what it yep. looks like. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it. I remember so, people were going to be listening to this and they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? One of the ones that you sent me reminds me of, um, so anyone who's read The Sandman or watched the show The Sandman, you know that um, the Corinthian has mouths where his eye is, and it weirds me out because it's such a strange thing to see, and she sent me one of those, and I was like, oh, that's gross, teeth where an eyeball should be, but the one I sent with the guy that gauged out his cheek is a little odd. Oh, no, I've seen that one, too. Oh, yeah, no, I just think it's odd. Like, it's to each their own, man, cool. but how do you not drool out of the side of your face? I know. It's weird. It's kind of weird. weird. Oh, no, look, he has plugs. He wears a plug. Yeah, but, like, That's how he's when not he's not wearing a plug, how are you not drooling? I have a thing about saliva. Saliva, to me, is the most disgusting thing on the planet. So, like, that would mess with me hardcore. So... Just think, I want you to know that you just said that and meanwhile you're constantly swallowing your own saliva. I know. I know. It doesn't change the fact that other people's saliva let me re let me re rephrase that. Other people's saliva freaks me out. <laughs> Duly noted. Now, mind you, my own saliva, if it's like excessive, also freaks me out. So like But just why dying. why would you have excessive saliva? If you're sick and, like, something were to happen, I don't know. Terrifying thoughts. I get it. I excessive like saliva when Sarah bends over. Oh, God, gross. Excessive saliva. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, never mind. Nothing. Uh, yeah, no. Don't go there. We're not going there. Um, so, Books books that we read so lovely viewers or not viewers you're not viewers you're listeners ha huh? maybe, um, maybe maybe they are maybe they can maybe we should have a visual aid for these pictures that we're um telling people about that we are you know <laughs> you know these lovely visual aids that we have yeah. um but uh Oh no, the the knives in the nose. I've totally seen that. You're never gonna get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, kitty cat butthole tattoo. Oh my god. Uh, stop looking at that. Um I'm so distracted. Uh, <laughs> I'm promise I am sober right now. I swear to God. Um, but we were talking about books that we read and come to find out both Ashley and I read lots of smut. Now, mind you, I read lots of regular books as well, but it should not shock you or surprise you or even baffle you in any way, shape, form, or fashion that both Ashley and I are weird and we read smut. And the comment was made of porn and strange porn and hentai porn was brought up and I... I made the comment of, well, I do occasion I do read monster fucker books, and of course Ashley is 
piping up with, oh, you should see my Kindle Unlimited history. And I'm like, girl, we have to share some books. So, Ashley, do you know any particular books that were among your favorites? Any authors that you particularly liked or a particular book that stuck with you? Honestly, hold on. <laughs> Let me pull up my handy dandy Kindle Unlimited. I'll tell you. Um, so, mon like, mo like Monster Slit, I don't read those. Um, there's been a couple I've read in the past that's like, oh, it's not so bad, but I don't, I, I guess, like, I just haven't read anything that's really drawn me in. Um, what's this author's name again? Oh, Zo Zoe Blake. Ugh, I love it. So, I'm the typical where the books I like to read is the bad boy, like, it's the mafia, it's, oh. it's like, some bad dude, and, like, he's very possessive, and... He's like, just like, I will take what I want, and you will say yes, sir. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but speaking of those books, it makes me want to know, because I actually read the first few, uh, and then I just, and I probably want to go back and start them over just to try them, because there's they're so much hype to it. Um, Ice Planet Barbarians. Oh, my God, I've read so many of those. I read the first, like, ten of them, and they're so fucking good. Right, I was yeah. And if they were coming out. I was reading them as they were coming out. I read the first one, um, and I just read them as they come out. But then other things happen, and I didn't get to keep up with them. And, you know, she has other, like, um, like different spinoffs of that, too. But the Ice Planet Barbarians are so freaking good. Uh, so freaking good. Um, why can't I think of the name of the author? Because we need to do a shout-out for her. That's uh, you right now. <laughs> Got get me because I feel bad that I can't remember her name right now. Shit. I got you. Um 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 uh it um, I have Ru Ruby Dixon. Book. Ruby Dixon. That's it. That's it. That's it. Her, all of her books are good. She has really great books. She also has um that are not Ice Planet Barbarians that I recommend highly. Um are her um she has another series. And like I said, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It starts with Bound to the Battle God. Um, and the second one is Something to the Death God. Um, and that one's my absolute favorite. She recently released Wed to the Wild God, which I need to read. Um, but basically the storyline is girl gets sucked into an alternate reality where it's basically medieval. And the storyline is that all the gods of this world get punished and sent down to live as humans but with their different aspects so um lust anger um petulance uh sloth blah 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 blah. and what happens is is they each get a human that's attached to them and the only way that the god aspect can die is if that human is killed but in order to succeed, you need to basically kill all your other aspects and have your, like, main aspect live. So, like, say, lies or greed or anger or what have you, that's what's going to win. And all the others have to die in order for you to go back up to heaven. So these women end up being brought into this alternate world and they fall in love with their individual gods or not um but let's be honest it's a romance and the story goes and how they basically have to um overcome things 
in order to help their particular aspect of their god become the one that's left. So it's very interesting. Um, it's very, very good. I, I absolutely adore that series, and I recommend it very highly, in addition to the Ice Planet Barbarians. Um, one author that I will always, always, always recommend, I've read her since before she was published, so there is a website called Literotica. Um, so Lit Erotica. Um, and I've been reading stuff on this website since I was old enough to even know about the website. Like I'm telling you right now, I was a teenager reading this shit. Um, I have read Addison Kane's work since she was posting on Literotica. <gasps> yes, and, Addison Kane. You know Addison Kane? I fucking yes. love that bitch. Yes. I've read her work since before it was in book form, okay? She put it in book form and published it because people were stealing her work and passing it off as theirs. And so she published it because, A, you can prosecute if people try to steal your, your stuff at that point, and people have, and she has, and B, because you make money off of it. You don't make money off of it off of fucking Literatica. So she is a huge one in Omegaverse, okay? Yes. Oh, that, yes. That's my other one. That's my other one. <laughs> yes. They're so good. They're so good. Her, um, oh, God. Born to be Bred series, but also my favorite from her is actually the Sigil series. Um, Sigil is a, uh, have you read that one, Ashley? Mm, I'm looking up now because, bro, my library that I've had in Kindle Unlimited is. <laughs> Oh, I gotta, I gotta look that up. But really so, quick, I'm gonna pause because, ah, uh, yeah, yep. Oh man, the the one, it's the, what you call it? Um, I actually didn't claim a care for that one. I think that's the series. It's called like the Born to Be Bound series. I think yeah. I was like, it was an up and down kind of thing for me. There's a lot of parts I did um, not like about it, but there's also types that I did love it. It's a megaverse. Okay, and you have to remember that it was originally a little bit rough. So this that was her first one, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, she had some one-offs that she hasn't published, and I'm really disappointed about it because some of them were really fucking good. Um, but, uh, like, um, the Born to be Bred was, I think, her first, and the idea was that it was based off of... It was a fanfic. What was it a fanfic off of? Was it... Shit, I can't remember what it was a fanfic off of. Um, I think the main character, Man, was based off of Bane, if I remember correctly, but I can't really remember. It's been so long. It's been a long-ass time. Um, but I think it was based off of Bane, but, um, I might be wrong. But, um, the, uh, idea is, you know, nodding. Um, I don't know how much you know about typical Omegaverse, Oh, I'm all, I'm all in it. I'm all in it. You're all in? Okay, so, but also some of the problems that I had with it was just that it, at the very beginning of it, like, through that book, like, the whole, I catch you, you run away, I catch you, you run away, I catch you, you run away, and then, like, the whole, like, if, uh, like, the brainwashing bit, I, I'm not big on that, but I do still really love the storyline, it is so good, um, and just the way it was written, and I remember waiting for the next chapter to come out the next week, you know, and just being so excited, but my favorite still is freaking Sigil, like, it's my ultimate favorite, um, Sigil is, she's basically a, um, 
she is the only female of her species, and her species is all male other than that, and they're basically all kind of almost clones of each other, like almost all related to a point, um, but she is the only female of her species, and she's been hunted through all of, um, like, time and space, well, not really time, like, all of space, by the the men who want to um, basically breed with her because she's the only female of their species. And they're all genetically modified humans, basically. And these men essentially, like, conquer the entire known universe looking for her and create almost like a religion based on the idea that she will, like, save the universe by being mother to the new generation, you know? But, like, she hates them. She's been hardwired and, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Brainwashed. That's the word. And brainwashed to hate them. And the main one, his name is Sovereign. They have strange names. Um, he, they're all in love with her, basically, but they find her... And, like, obviously, bump up, bump uglies and such like that. But their goal is to find her and keep her and keep her safe and redo her brain so that she's not brainwashed to hate them so that she can have babies with them. Because they're practically immortal. Um, but it's, it's my favorite. It's really pretty. I don't know why I said pretty. Um, it's really intense and it's really well written. And I'm doing a horrible example of explaining it because I am the absolute worst. <laughs> but it's it's really, really, really good. But I love Addison Kane. Um, I love her standalone. Um, God, I gotta I have so many of her books. I need to look at my Kindle Unlimited. So while you're looking this up, because a friend of mine, Lacey had brought this up to me and I did not believe it existed but sure enough it exists and it's on Amazon uh, I'm going to put the link in here but anyone that's listening can actually look this up on Amazon it is an actual legit book and it's called Conquered by Clippy what? just open the link it takes you right to Amazon okay I will hold on oh Addison Kane's um cathedral um her cathedral relic and um shit it's her vampire ones those are really really good there's also thirst which is tentacle porn and i think strange ways is also tentacle porn i can't remember and then oh, there's the branded but did you look at the link sarah not yet i'm still on addison kane a night by the fire is really nice and um let me look at your link. Conquered by Clippy, an erotic short story, Digital Desires, book two. Yes, I want to go here. Am I going to be really disturbed? I know what I know. in the flying fuck? So if you scroll down and you go to books in the series, the first book, Taken by the Tetris Blocks. The what? Third book. What? Invaded in the third Why book. Why did I watch? The Come fourth book. Copyright page. We have to buy the reviews for this book. The 
last one. It says my racist robot lover. I'm like, what the? What? That's a big turn. It's this. Oh no. Yes, the same person. It's the same person. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a huge turn. My racist robot lover. Okay, so I didn't put two and two together when you said Clippy. So Clippy, for those at home, um, is the little. A uh, paperclip with eyeballs that used to help with like clip art way back when. I'm showing my age. Um, and so, Conquered by Clippy. Okay, why do I need to read one of these? I need to read one. Okay. Well, we get sued if we do a, uh, a reading. Uh, I don't want to take the chance because if I'm going to get sued, I do not want to get sued for this one. Um, well, look, I'm reading down about the author, Leonard Delaney. Leonard Delaney writes from the heart instead of wasting time with research and experience. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wait, hold on. Adrian, Adrian, where are your thoughts on this? Did you look at the link? Yes, yes, I did. It's not really my cup of tea, but uh, I would definitely leave it up to you guys on that one. I don't know. That's not my cup of tea either, but I didn't believe it existed when my friend said this. <laughs> Okay, hold on. This is insane. I cannot believe this shit. That's insane. All right, I have to. I have to. But first, I have to return a book, so I got to figure out which book I want to return because I keep too many off to the side because I can't ever remember. Okay, is this one the one that I read? Let you should lie. do like me. So I have. So you know, on Amazon, you have you can have make multiple wish lists. And you can uh -huh. change the titles. So I do that. So I have, like, I've categorized a wish list for my Kindle Unlimited. Um, I have one for, like, each, like, for a type of genre, depending on my mood, what I want to read. There's ones that's, like, it's listed as my favorite. So when I'm done reading one, I will return book, but I add them to that, to that list. So if I feel like I want to reread something or go back to a specific part or anything like that, I go to that list on my Amazon. I'm like, oh, there it is. And then I just re-add it to my library. So, what are you doing? All right. <laughs> All right. Ashley, Ashley, uh, read book on Kindle Limited. Yes. Yeah. So, on Amazon, I have multiple wish lists um, from stuff for my house, for myself. But I also have wish lists based off of books I want to read that's on Kindle Unlimited. Okay, 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 okay. I understand now. Good. Yeah. So when I, and I have one of those lists is, you know, there's multiple genres, like not multiple, but there's a few genres that I want to read when it comes to my smut. And then there's a favorites list. So when I want to clear space for my library, um, I'll just return book, but that book is added to, but I'll add that book to my favorites. You can also do this on Goodreads, but um, I add that to my favorites so I can always go back to the books I really loved and I can re-download them. Good idea. Thank you. I'm gonna have to steal that. My God, there's another funny one. It's it's called Camp Wanahumpa. Oh! Okay, have you found the dinosaur porn at this point? Oh no, I didn't see that. Oh my God. There's totally dinosaur porn. Like I read one where it was shifters and I'm totally cool with it being shifters. All right. Because shifters are sexy and you're not fucking them in their animal form. Usually sometimes, but not usually, but some of it is actually where you bone the actual dinosaur. Mm. 
How do I feel about that one? How does that work? It's terrifying. That's terrifying. I don't know because dinosaurs have cloacas, okay? So I don't know how that works. I have not read one where it's an actual dinosaur, but, like, I've seen actual, like, book covers for them. A lot of them are male, like, um, man on man. A lot of them are M slash M, but some of them are not, and it is very interesting because I can see how, you know, a dude could, like, you know, with a dinosaur, because, you know, cloaca, but it's not that different, but, like, a chick. Like, I'm not sure. There, there's a video I added to our chat. Um, it's a clip from Robot Chicken. Basically, anyone that wants to watch it, it's Robot Chicken. Uh, search Return to Fantasy Island Robot Chicken. It's going to be the first thing. It's like a 46-second clip. Um, I'm clicking it. Wait, no, is that not the right one? Oh, no, it's not the right one. Never mind. It's not the right one? It's not the right one. It's supposed to be the one where it's Return to Fantasy Island where the guy's having sex with the dinosaur. Oh, no, that's not the clip, and I am I'm going to remove it. Yes. I'm going to remove this. It's gone. That's not the right one? It's not the right one. All right, but continue. Continue. Okay, Um. so I'm going to... So I downloaded the um. one of those books, Taken by the Tetrix Blocks. God. Oh my god, you should see the picture of the author. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, if you scroll down the the picture of the author, yeah, it's like... It's a dude in a leather, like, bomber jacket with fur, and he's wearing, like, these, um, like, the bomber glasses, but he looks like a serial killer, and he's got his arms folded. Into his, armpit. his hands are in his armpits, and he's in a random like place that looks like it's supposed to be foresty, but it's probably his mom's backyard. So, um, Leonard Delaney is his name. He's been a freelance novelist since 2012, writes from the heart instead of wasting time with research or experience. His debut publication, Sex Boat, an erotic novella about sex on a boat. So intelligent. Earned him several dollars. Several oh, dollars. Sarah, 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 okay, if you click on his actual name and there's going to be a screen, you know, it says home about all books, click on all books and just scroll. Oh, God. I got to finish reading this because this is hilarious. No, so, Adrian, there's, okay, just to name some few. I mean, again, you can search Leonard Delaney. Of course, he has the Digital Desires inbox, uh, which is where we're talking about. Uh, conquered by Clippy, taken by the Tetris blocks. So here's listing off some of these titles, and I am not kidding when I when I say this is what I'm actually reading. One is called Womanized by Idris Elba, playing James Bond. Oh the my next God, one, are you kidding me? The next one is the Minions and Me, and yes, the little yellow things. Um, the next one. Motherfucking wizards. An erotic oh novella about sexual wizards. Um, next one. 
I want to show this in the chat, but again, people just look up Leonard Delaney and you'll see what I'm talking about. But this book is called Fuck Me in the Bass. What? It is two guitars going at it with each other. Or in the bass. Uh, oh my what god. What the? What the? Oh my god. The next one is called Pounded by Pluto, the crappiest planet. Oh my god. What is this? What am I reading? This is, oh, this is just a whole new. This is a whole new world I'm going down Motherfucking wizards. I need to read motherfucking wizards. Now, oh my god, this is... No, this is no, no, no. a series. The planets. Ridden by Uber. Sex boat. Humping the ham bandit. Oh my god. It's supposed to be the Hamburglar. Do y'all remember the Hamburglar? Oh, look. Yeah, I know the Hamburglar, but look at the next title. Oregon Patriots Occupied Butt. What? <laughs> and, and just a question, just a question for you. If so, if someone is interested in trying out these books, what are the top three books you recommend for people to give a shot to? Oh, are we talking about for real, like ones that we would actually read, or these ones? Um, those ones. These ones? Uh, oh God, I downloaded the Tetris one because I need to know. <laughs> oh no, there's one called Written by Uber. I, I just read that one out. Oh my God, these are hilarious. <laughs> and of course, now, now as we uh, now, now, as we wind down the show here, <laughs> ladies and gents. Oh, we're winding down the show. Yes, yes, yes. We are there's winding a, down the show. There's a review that says weirdest book I've ever read. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Before we do our wind down, please, 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 give me just a second. I need to finish reading about the author. Living a clean lifestyle has allowed Leonard to focus on doing good in school, honing his writing, and getting pretty far in Candy Crush until he got to that one stupid level. He lives well outside of Toronto with his mother and her cat while maintaining a long-distance relationship with his girlfriend, Misty, a.k.a. AON16, who he hasn't heard from in a while and would appreciate a direct message from. His ultimate goal is to top the ebook charts on website Amazon.com. I wonder if this guy knows. I, I feel like this is very tongue in cheek. Like, I, I feel like it has to be. I hope this guy is genuinely tongue in cheek. You never know these days. You never know these days, but. <clears throat> Taken by the Tetris blocks. Christy looked in the mirror and adjusted I just her glasses. Down and I saw recommended books as Genie Daddy. <laughs> She noted that her hair was red and her eyes were gray. She wanted to look good for her big interview today. Good, but not sexy. As a writer, she needed to be valued for her words, not her appearance alone. After adjusting her blouse and skirt one more time, she took a final look at herself and made a kissy face at the mirror to test out how her lipstick held up. Looking good, said the mirror. And then there's a picture of two Tetrises, a red one and a blue one that look like they're fucking. Um, then it says, they came from the sky. Nobody knew if they were aliens or human technology from the future or what, but their simple appearance hid their complexity. The arrangements of the perfect cubes learned to talk shortly after floating to the ground, and they formed such useful structures that most people regarded their appearance as a welcome surprise. Have a nice day, said the block, making up her apartment's front door as it opened for her. 
A stack of blocks forming a statue in the park waved at her. Nice, nice, said a sidewalk block as she walked over it in her skirt. Oh my god. Yeah, this is... We really went down a wormhole today. Um, wait, hold on. Hold on, because I know Adrian wants to wind down and take some control back in his life, but it's not happening right now. So... I want to read the synopsis for Motherfucking Wizards. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. It says, Peter Harrison is not a fucking wizard. He's never cast a spell. He's never even had sex. But when a case of mistaken identity leads to a white van coming to take him to wizarding school, he's, he figures it's better than living in his uncle's basement. The school oh is not God. so bad. All the teachers are beautiful women, so that helps but they seem to be taking a sexual interest in Peter for no reason, and his secrets are dangerously close to being discovered. These wizards have dark have a dark secret of their own, and getting kicked out of school will be the least of Peter's worries, and they find out he's been fooling them as he fools around with them. Motherfucking Wizards is an erotic mashup of explicit fucking and badass goddamn sorcerers. What super author Leonard Delaney lacks in sexual experience, he makes up for in the magic of imagination. This novella is for awesome adults only. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I, I love life right now. I know. Goddamn 2023. Oh shit. So as we wind down the show, very interesting, entertaining podcast we've done for the beginning of year 2023. The Out of Context podcast never ceases to amaze me. Oh, good Lord. So <laughs> if people want to get in contact with Miss Bradley, host of Cerberus, where can they find you? You can email me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at CerberusMagic. <sighs> where you can find some of my weird, weird self. <laughs> and Ashford, where can they find you? Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady. That's it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> and of course, to find me, to find this show, to find all the other past, present, and future shows, if we don't get canceled, go to walkerac76.podbean.com. That's Walker ac76.podbean.com show some love buy some merchandise under cafepress.com forward slash w a c e let's go all the products stationaries blankets pillows clothes everything in between and of course be sure to like subscribe give a thumbs up find us on 21 different apps whether it be podbean whether it be google whether it be amazon whether it be spotify everything in between We'd like to, of course, thank our special guest, Sarah, for joining us, as always. You're welcome. And, of course, Ashley, anything you'd like to add before we sign off for this week and come back next week even more weirder than ever? Well, I'm still... My brain is actually processing everything that we've talked about in probably the last ten minutes alone. Um... I'm, I actually will want to rethink my life just a little bit. Uh, 
<laughs> oh man, but what do you call a dog with no legs? Ground beef. What? You said ground beef. beef. That's a cow. Oh. What's okay. a dog with no legs? Oh, that's a oh no. What do you call a dog with no legs? It doesn't matter what you call it. It ain't coming. <laughs> I mean, you can <sighs> Wow. Well, how's it going to get that head start? She's explaining this. Okay, no, no, no. You got to do another one because you started to explain the joke. And you shouldn't have to explain it. You should have just ended it right there. So, so you have to, you know, you have to do one more. Oh, my God. Well, we all know that the business industry is awful and disgusting. Human beings are selfish. Uh, with all their corporate greed and some of the most corrupted CEOs are those of the pretzel companies they're always so twisted <laughs> oh god yeah good night good night <laughs>